What's up, mommies? And poppies, it's Lauren. And it's Danielle. And this is the A Mommies Podcast. May, yay, yay, yay. Yay. Um, we missed you guys last week. Yeah, so, our bad. <laughs> Lauren and I were going through some stuff. Um, we mentioned that our lives have been changing, and last week was kind of a big one. So Lauren found an apartment in little old New York City. Brooklyn, be exact. Um, I, Danielle, started a job, a new job, um, TBC and where that stands. And Lauren and I are becoming vaccinated queens just in time for hot girl summer. Hell yeah. Uh, so this week we're catching you up on my ever so interesting dating life, which is still picking up. I'm not really sure how or why. Again, I think just like, I don't know. I think people know I'm leaving. So my dating life is getting more interesting. They do know you're leaving. <laughs> you're leaving. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. We're gonna, I'm gonna give an update on that. And then we're also gonna talk about mental health awareness month and kind of just talk about um some of our thoughts and some of our experiences in honor of the month. So let's let's get to it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So first I will share some updates on my dating and love life. Give us that three week update. I think it's three weeks now. No one knows where you stand. (laughs) Okay. So first let's, let's start off. Um, so Jersey shore kind of just re-entered my life, forgot about him for a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. For everyone that doesn't remember, like myself, Jersey shore was the man that Lauren was speaking with when she went to New York the last time. He was the flirty guy. And you were speaking to him in Miami, no? No, Hawaii. Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to him when I was in Hawaii. So I think that was what is it, a month ago? Yeah. Is that when you shared last? Was that the last update on Jersey Shore? I think so. Oh my God. Well, he came back. Yeah. Anyways, this man, like our text conversations, when we were first talking, when I was in New York and Hawaii, he was coming in hot, um, with the flirtations (laughs) and, um, yeah, they were just like very spicy text messages. Um, but it kind of fizzled out because I was like traveling a lot. Anyways, he re-entered my, um, text and yeah so that might be happening I may or may not hang out with him before I leave LA I just like haven't really decided like I I really want to meet him in person and see how Mm -hmm. it goes just because like I feel like there's been so much um like build up yes like excitement and like ooh, like this conversation so spicy I mean he's gonna kiss you when he sees you he can't help it Um, yeah, but I like, since I haven't talked to him that much, I haven't told him I'm moving. So you I was, told him? no, Oh, that's gonna be interesting. I know. So I was like, I don't know if I try and see him and then tell him I'm moving or I just, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, but- I don't know. Play with his heart. Go see him. <laughs> just kidding. I- <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know anything. <laughs> 
You know, honestly, that was my plan. I was like, okay, let me just see if I could schedule a date with him before I leave. And then just tell him like, oh yeah. So by the way, the reason why I've been going back and forth to New York is because I'm moving. Wait, how many weekends do you have left? Like three? Um, I think so. Let's see. You have three weekends left? Oh my God. Looking at my calendar. One, two, actually, yeah. One, two, three, actually four. Or how are you going to fit everybody that you have to fit in in three, four weekends? That's only two days. I know. I know. That's you have like I- dates after dates after dates and you have to like pencil everyone in. And that's why you're not responding to people. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. OK, yeah. That's why I was like, OK, I really need to be selective of my time. <laughs> Because, okay, I obviously am going to prioritize like seeing my friends and like seeing my family, you know, like just seeing the people I want to see before I go. So like, do I really want to spend my time like meeting up with these hinge guys? I don't know. I know. I I mean, maybe it could be fun. I know. I was like, honestly, I think Jersey Shore would be a lot of fun. So I might just try and find the time and fucking do it. It's an adventure. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So that's Jersey Shore, but that also kind of bleeds into the real estate guy. I forgot. I don't think we gave him a name, but this is like the 32 year old man who's kind of like been DMing me and he like is incapable of planning stuff. Anyways, Mm. the last episode, I said that I was going to go to the beach with him. Um, so I didn't do that. I did not do that because the man like just doesn't listen to any of the shit I say about not about texting me. I told him I prefer to be contacted via text. And yet this man was still contacting me on Instagram DMs trying to plan like a beach hangout. So I got annoyed and I didn't go. And then he texted me after the weekend we were supposed to hang out. And he was like, are you playing games with me? <laughs> and then <Yes>. I was <laughs> and then I responded. I was like, so you do still have my number. Give it to him, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't respond. And then a couple of days later, he texted me again. And he was like, are you playing games with me? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I'm not even like, I don't got time for this. I don't really want to carve out the time to see you either. So I'm just not going to respond to you. Also, like you're 32. If it looks like I'm playing games with you, I probably am. Know the signs. I don't know. I'm just like, you literally couldn't. You you just can't even like listen to the one thing I told you about like my preferred communication or like what I want. So like in my mind, that's a bad time. Like, yeah. That means he has poor communication in general. And then that means that it's going to be a shitty relationship. So you just saved yourself a duper man. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was going to say loser, but I felt like that was really mean. (laughs) I was like, what are you even saying? (laughs) I tried to come up with something else and I couldn't. Well, you saved yourself from whatever that could have been. I know, which was not going to be anything because I had already made up my mind in the beginning that like it wasn't going to be anything. So anyways, now that I'm leaving, I'm just like, I don't got time for you. So we're moving on. You're Justin Bobby. Mm hmm. Um, But on the brighter side of things, I am officially on what is it? Seven out of 100 dates now. Finally. 
Yes, I finally got that seventh date. Ah, I mean, we're in May. I know. <laughs> we're like almost halfway through the year and I haven't even broken into like double digits yet. Like, <laughs> you're trying though. Honestly, I think you're doing pretty well for like a pandemic. Thanks. So, yeah, that's true. We're in a panorama. Yeah. So I feel like a hunt, I feel like seven, I think is like pretty decent. I mean, I think seven outside of like a panorama is pretty decent. True. You'd have to be like, I'd have to be really fucking active. You would. Like every weekend. It's just exhausting, you know? Yeah. I feel like if we had our own reality, I would be able to bang them out so fast. They'd probably find guys for us. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be half the work. Easy. Um. Yeah. Okay. So going back to my summon date. Okay. So the man that I went on a date with is, um, the guy from my last update, he's the morning after story. Although I do not want to give him that nickname. (laughs) That kind of sucks. Let's okay. Since we're going regional and we've given these guys like location, location names, location based (laughs) names, like, Okay. Okay. Uh, we, I mean, because we called Alabama, Alabama. We, ha- we oh, called yeah. Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore. Yeah, so but Jersey Shore wasn't technically from Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. It's just be okay. Okay. I think, damn it. What do we, okay. We could call him San Diego SD because that's where he's, where he's from. Okay. I feel like that fits his persona. That, yeah, that, that kind of like fits him. Just imagine a San Diego man and that's what he is. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. SD. SD, baby. <laughs> okay. Yes. So that's his nickname. Okay. His, his, yes. We'll call him San Diego. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I hung out with him before I went to New York um, to scope out um, apartments. Um, it was so nice. Like, he's just such a nice man that I just really like. Um he so he asked me he was like oh do you want to come over and hang out and at first I was like thinking that it was just gonna be like you know super chill casual just go over hang out literally yeah um he lives like fucking far like in the valley so that shit was kind of annoying just to drive out there but um wait it was like is it San? sorry is it San Fernando Valley did you say Mm, valley like past Burbank like that's a valley right I should fucking know this because I'm from LA. I don't really know. Like North Hollywood? No, past North Hollywood? Past, yeah. Like almost um, on the way to Six Flags. That's really far. It's like maybe, maybe like a 30, 40 minute drive from where I am. Yeah. With traffic or without? Without. Oh my God. That's like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's a long time for love, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So the drive was kind of annoying and I didn't have a car. I had to borrow my mom's car because I sold my car already. Wait, did we tell them that you sold your car? I think so. Okay. Yeah. sold her car. Yeah. And yeah, I'm carless, um, (laughs) which in LA like kind of fucking sucks. Um, Anyways. So yeah, I was going to go, I went to go hang out with him. And like before um, going to his place, he like texted me. He was like, oh um are you planning to eat before you come like if not like what's your favorite foods he was like oh do you like wine I was like 
Oh, this is like a very organized, thought out hangout, which I like. Some might even call it a date. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like told him my favorite foods. I was like, oh, I like tacos, noodles, seafood. I was like, oh, I drink wine. Like, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I like drink it. What's your favorite beer? Yeah, I'm a beer gal. But I also like a good cocktail. A good, like, cocktail with, like, you know, some fruits in it with either vodka or tequila. (laughs) That sounds good, too. I'm a margarita gal. That's my choice of drink. Margaritas are good, too. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I drink wine. Like, I prefer white over red. And so I get to his place and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I have like a work call. Um, and, but anyways, he was like super nice about it. And he was like, he opened the bottle of wine, like before he jumped on his call. And I honestly didn't really mind at all. Like, I think he felt really bad, but yeah. I was like, that's fine. But like what day do what you're going to do. Um, it was a Friday night. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I, was, I for some reason in my head I thought you were going on a Saturday, but oh yeah. So sense. I I drove over like after I was done with work, so around seven or eight. I think he had a call like at around like seven forty-five. Ew. I know. He's working that late on a Friday. That's so disgusting. I know. Well, okay. So this man he like works for a. I wouldn't call it like a production company, or maybe it is. They do like a lot of videography, photography. Mm-hmm. Um. But one of their clients, they work with, I guess, like a rapper. And so this rapper, they were supposed to have a call with him. They like, he rescheduled till later. So he was like, I'm so sorry. Like we were supposed to have it earlier, but you know, like rappers. So (laughs) they live life on their terms. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, so after the call, he like wrapped it up. He like made me dinner. He like made scallops and like roasted broccoli, made some rice. It was like a Man full a cook. I know. And like in the past month that I've like hung out with him, like in group settings and like just been around him, like it's only been maybe like four times. And this man has already cooked for me twice. <laughs> I was like, this is great. I love it. Like extra brownie points. Like, like I adore you already. Do you like to cook, Lauren? I, no, I don't think so. Okay, me neither. So then you need to find a man that likes to cook. And this sounds like a great (laughs) option. Yeah, he, he, we were talking about cooking and he was like, oh, like, I don't know. I, I told him, I was like, honestly, if I get married, like, I do not want to be doing the cooking all the time. Like I, I can cook, like I can do it. Yeah. I have no problem doing it. It's just, if I don't have to, then I don't want to. Exactly. I've said for like years that I wanted, well, I've changed my mind many times. Like at one point I was like, I should take cooking lessons. Like just get some culinary skill, you know, maybe I'll want to like cook some things if I actually know what I'm doing. And then I changed my mind and thought that, you know what, I'm just going to be well off enough that I'm going to get a chef. (laughs) And that's just been my mindset ever since is that I just need a chef. My mom has always said like, 
I don't know who you're going to end up with, but your, your poor husband is going to be doing all the cooking and all the cleaning. Do you like to clean? Does this man like to clean? He's, he like, yeah, he's like very type A. So I think he cleans a lot. Like, I think he's like, (laughs) I don't know. It sounds like your mom knows things. (laughs) But yeah, it just, it was funny because when he was cooking, like we were, we were talking about cooking and I, and he was like, do you like cooking? Like, do you know how to cook? And I was like, yeah, like I can cook, like I can do it. It's just like, I'd prefer not to. And like, whoever my partner is, like, I don't want to be cooking all the time. Like I, you know, I want to divide it up, like divide and conquer. Like, I don't want to be cooking five, seven days a week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was like, oh, okay, that's fair. Um, and then what else happened? I'm trying to like, remember it just happened. I feel like it happened so long ago. Um, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Like I thought it was going to be weird, but it wasn't like, I mm-hmm. think we get along really well. Like conversation is super easy. Um, I was talking to him. I asked him about like his past relationships and he kind of was like, didn't want to go there yeah, for some reason. I, I that's I kind of weird. Do you think that's weird? I don't think so. Like, I always think that like when you're dating someone, it's kind of natural to talk about past relationships and you get kind of an idea of like the person more. Yeah. Um, I but think I to was, an extent though. Like, yeah. I think there's definitely been times when like they just continue talking about them and then you start to get like insecure and you're like, then mm. it gets weird and yeah. you're like, okay, no, we're done. like, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I think I was just trying to like ask him about past relationships, like if he's had serious ones. Um, he like kind of told me a little bit. And then we started talking about like types. I was like, oh, do you have a type? He was like, oh, like I he was like, I just like the chill girls, like, you know, easy to get along with. Like, that's basically what he said. And type. He's <laughs> Yeah. And then but in my head, I was like, I feel like he has dated a lot of white girls and that's his type mm. so you're the first you know culture I don't know I like <laughs> it didn't dawn on me until after because I think we just like kept talking about other stuff um but yeah he like asked me he was like oh so what's your type I was like mm, I think I have like two different types I have the type where I kind of like you know have fun with and that's like the tall, dark, handsome, tatted, emotionally unavailable, like, I don't know, probably has like some shit going on that they need to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, and I was like, yeah, like those are the guys I kind of like, you know, casually date or whatever. Um, and then I was like, and then I think I have like a type where like, that's a little more serious, a little more long-term like relationship type. And yeah. I was like, that's kind of different because it's, it's kind of the opposite. Like, you know, they're emotionally available. They're stable, yeah. probably has a good job, like just overall nice, good person. Yeah, like probably texts you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't DM you. <laughs> yeah. Like listens to what I say. <laughs> like it's thoughtful. I don't know. <laughs> very different guys (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and he was like oh okay and he was oh oh and then we were talking about like I asked him I was like oh are you a one-night stand person and he was like do you think I am I was like no 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I just wanted to know like what you would say. <laughs> like I have my assumptions, but I wanted to know. And he was like, yeah, I'm not. And he was like, well, I have, but like, that's just not typically me. Um, and then he was like, are you? And I was like, um, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that question kind of backfired on me, but yeah. I was like, I don't really like, I don't like, I don't mind answering the question. Like I, I know that when I ask it, they're probably going to ask it back. So it's fine. Um, yeah. and I, I said something like, oh, uh, kind of I was sometimes like, yeah I was like sometimes I was like I just think that I can tell off the bat like a guy that's gonna be here for a good time versus a long time yeah. you know like I can tell pretty easily so um yeah <laughs> and then like oh another part of the conversation he he asked me he was like oh he, he basically kind of asked like oh so what are we doing here like what what's happening is like I'm the, so- is that the like what are we question I think so I think it was kind of <gasps> that's a big that's a big question I feel like especially at this stage right like technically it's our first real date yeah. even though like we've kind of known each other and like we've hung out for a while or how, in group settings I don't know how long has it been like what is the timeline like how long has it been since you guys like started hanging out again like just you two though like kicking off oh like just us two hanging off yeah what, hanging what, out? has it been like a month or like in, oh oh yeah I I guess I would say a month yeah but yeah it was it was interesting like it and it, the way he like approached it was kind of like very casual and like we were kind of, it wasn't like weird to mm-hmm. me. I just thought it was, I think it was interesting that he brought it up. I think it's because we both know that like, yeah, we like each other, but the timing is kind of weird because I'm leaving. So I think probably in both our minds, we're kind of like, okay, so what are we doing here? Like, what does this mean? Like what, you know, what do we want to do with it type of thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, he was like, yeah, so what are we doing here? Uh, he was like, I'm honestly like surprised that you even came. And I told him, I was like, I, I was like, why? I was like, but to be honest, I thought about like not coming and maybe like not talking to you anymore. Um, because I told him, I was like, I just, you know, I like you and I like hanging out with you and like, I'm already getting sad about leaving LA. And I just thought like, if I didn't talk to you or hang out with you anymore, then it would be a lot easier for me to leave. Mm -hmm. Like rather than me just being like even more sad about leaving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like an interesting conversation because he basically asked me like how I felt and about what was going on and what I thought was going on. And yeah. And I just, I I don't know. I didn't know what to say. I was like, I probably could have been more upfront, but I kind of was caught like off guard with the question. So I kind of was just like, oh, well, I like you. I like hanging out with you. It's just like the timing fucking sucks. Um, Yeah. Do you, do you like believe in like right person, wrong time? Uh, yeah because that's when I used to think about my ex which the most recent yeah the most recent one um yeah I don't yeah so I don't know but 
it was interesting because I basically told him how I felt and he didn't really say anything back or no, 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 he did, but he just didn't really like give any indication on like what he wanted to do or what his thoughts were about like what we should yeah. do. Okay. He so got- neither of you gave indication of what to do next. <laughs> no one gave action items. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're in this. Weird- okay. Okay. It reminds right. me of that meme that I saw going around on Instagram where it's like my love language is clear action items and next steps. <laughs> clearly not happening here (laughs) yeah okay actually now that I think about it that's probably why he didn't say like he didn't say anything back because I didn't really say anything I just was like oh I like you I like hanging out with you um just kind of like danced around the subject a little bit yeah we that's basically what the conversation was and he kind of so how he responded he said something like oh um he was like, you know, you're not going to be like gone forever. He was like, you're going to come back. Like we can hang out. Like we're still going to talk. And he kind of was just like trying to make it seem like, you know, it's not going to yeah. be that big of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, like a year goes by really fast. Like we obviously experienced a year in a pandemic and that was like never ending, but like a, a year in like real life, I feel like that's going to be a short amount of time if you guys do decide that staying together or getting to know each other is the next step in your situationship (laughs) yeah I don't yeah so I don't know and then so like I hung out with him and I don't know like it was it was a nice like it was nice spending time with him um we had really good conversations um yeah and then I just remember at one point we were in the car because we like when we stepped out the house to like go run a quick errand um I I don't even know how this came up but he was like oh he was like yeah I know I'm husband material um and I was like yeah I was like yeah you are you are husband material (laughs) and I was like what is going on here (laughs) I don't even understand I don't understand either but the next day I left for New York and I was like, oh God, I was like, I like really like this guy. Like you missed I was it? just like, I was just thinking about it. I mean, like a little <laughs> bit, like the next day I wanted to talk to him, but I was like, it's, it kind of sucks because both of us aren't texters yeah. and like the conversation can be really dry or like, you know, maybe we'll just have like really quick combos and then like it'll kind of just die off and then we'll FaceTime. Like, touch base later. I tried to FaceTime him one time in New York, but he was with his friends and yeah, he was, I think he was watching a movie or something. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I really like him. Like I like mm-hmm. am feeling things that I haven't felt in a really long time of like mm-hmm. actually liking someone, wanting to like hang out with them, like wanting to talk to them. So yeah, that's why so, you're in a situation now that you're leaving in like three weeks. I know. And I would like to say that we foreshadowed this um, on our last episode when we talked about the possibility of Lauren falling in love before she left for New York. Oh my God. I know. I was like, I like really did not want to like catch feelings for this guy before I left because literally I'm leaving in like a month, but I was like, I think it's too late. Like I caught something, like something's a stirring, like, you know, 
in my feels. Mm-hmm. The butterflies um, are flying. They're floating. They're coming up. Yeah, I don't. He's just like he's a really I don't know. He's a really good guy. Like he's like career driven. Like we were talking about his job, and I was like asking him about like his company, what it was like to work with friends. We were talking yeah. about dream jobs, and mm-hmm. he is just like he's already so passionate about what he does. Like I asked him, I was like, oh, if you were to have a dream job, like, what would it be? And he was like, well, I could argue that, you know, I'm already in my dream job. Like I already have it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I (laughs) oh my God, that reminds me of that meme where it's like, you ever just look at your dog and they're not doing anything and you just want to squeeze them. (laughs) They're so cute. (laughs) that reminded me of that right there where it's like he could say anything and you'd be like oh so basically like that's basically what it was like I think we were texting one time and he like remembered that I was land like I was flying from New York back to LA and he was like oh have a safe flight and I was like oh my god you remembered and he was like yeah I put it in my calendar I was like oh that is so cute and he that was like I'm, really cute though. right and he was like oh I'm just kidding he was like I didn't put he was like I didn't need to put it in my calendar I didn't do that and I was like liar he did <laughs> he did do it he just didn't want to seem like he did <laughs> he probably but, put it like Lauren coming back so that I can like hang out with her again <laughs> you guys like each other I know this yeah so I don't know I I really like him I like adore him I think he's great like mm-hmm. honestly he- Lauren the listeners you're gonna take them through the journey of like falling in love <laughs> <laughs> for everyone listening <laughs> this is Lauren's love story she just found her husband <laughs> the material yeah I don't I don't know but he I don't know. I just, I think for me, like when I like hearing a guy that I'm like may date or I like, or I'm on a date with Mm -hmm. hearing them talk about like their careers and like their field that they're passionate about Mm -hmm. is just, it's like a really big turn on for me. And like, I think like that's hot and like, that's it. it, I don't know. It's just attractive to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it shows stability, like one of those key components in like your two different types, you know, the, the, the stable one that's emotionally available. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. So I was like, um, hearing him talk about his job, like he clearly like is grown, like, you know, as a man, he knows how to cook, clean, take care of himself. Like he's only like what? 26. He said. Yeah. I feel like he's more of an adult than me. <laughs> right same (laughs) like we're the same age but I think you're older than me (laughs) he sounds like he's in his 30s honestly maybe even 40s he I don't know he I think that's what it is too I think he's like mature Mm -hmm. mature um he's he's like a gentleman he's thoughtful he's nice like he's a good host like he I don't know I just like I I like him. He's great. Did we just did we just find your husband? Like, what's going on, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the last fifteen minutes you've been swooning over this guy, and the only thing that I can say is I think Lauren found her husband. <laughs> but at least your next relationship, you guys. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It can either go like it could go two different ways. Like as I leave, like when I leave, we could either like maybe continue to get to know each other, being find ourselves in an LDR, or it could go the other way. And maybe I leave, we talk for a little bit and it kind of just like fizzles out. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I don't know anything. Don't listen to me. I know nothing. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not giving any advice y'all. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We don't want to jinx it. Fingers crossed. Oh my God. Wait, I just remembered one other thing that he said, like while I was over. Tell us. (laughs) We were talking, we were talking about something. He was asking me, oh, oh, we were talking about texting and he was like, oh yeah. Like, I know you don't like to be texted all the time. I was like, how do you know that? Did he listen to the pod? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, you listen to the podcast? You listen to all the episodes? (laughs) And he was like, no, he was like, I just listened to that one. Like when I was dropping you off, like that very first night, like, oh my God, wait, Lauren, he listens though? No, he listened to one and then he he listens to you. Yeah. And then he was like, and I was like, oh, I was like, you only listened to that one. You didn't listen to the rest of them. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I didn't listen to the rest of them because like, why am I going to listen to the rest of them to get to know you when I could just you know, ask you in real life and get to know you that way. And I was like, we do both. We need listeners. <laughs> I was like, oh, again, I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, that's cute. I'm glad you're happy, Lauren. I'm glad this boy makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I may or may not hang out with him this weekend. I, I before we both left on our like travel adventures I said I was going to see him we said we were going to see each other on the 15th so we'll that'll be fun a fun little update for our next podcast everyone can find out if you guys have identified a status on any sort (laughs) or if you figured out like what's happening yeah you guys can actually lay out your next steps <laughs> clear action items and next steps there we go we love a good action item yeah so seven out of a hundred that's where i'm at and number seven is a lucky one <laughs> so far maybe it's not a hundred dates maybe it's only 10 maybe it's only seven seven's the lucky number so far maybe we'll see we'll see um so may is kind of a special month right lauren mm-hmm. it's mental health awareness month um lauren has talked about her therapy on this pod for ever since we started it mm-hmm. uh i've been less open about anything mental health but this episode we thought it would be cool to kind of give you guys insight into. I don't know, like our Our mental health, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, obviously it's a tough topic. Like no one ever really wants to talk about it. And I think I've like definitely skirted around the topic and kind of just dropped that. Like I have a therapist every so often. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but so kind of just like, I guess, backstory on my journey to like therapy and finding a therapist and like why I mean yeah yeah, so 
um, I want to say, I think actually it was almost a year ago. Um, yeah. So a year ago, my aunt on my mom's side, um, she passed, um, it was, it was really sudden. Um, my aunt, she's been battling cancer for a long time. Like I want to say ever since I was like maybe in college. So that's what, like five, six Ten. years. Oh, like from when you left college. Like no, um, I think it was like maybe mid college, like maybe sophomore. Man, that's a long time. Yeah. I don't, I honestly, that number might be wrong, but yeah. Um, she's kind of like, she's, um, she was battling cancer kind of just like periodically throughout that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of just like, as like a lot of people with cancer, like, you know, they're battling it, they go through chemo, they go through treatment and then they're in remission and then it pops back up again. Yeah. Um, so she's always kind of been dealing with that. Um, she had to go like completely vegan because of like cancer. And that's just like what her doctor recommended. Um, anyways, last year her cancer came back and she started a new treatment. She, I think she was doing like these like trial drug pills. Um, and then I think it was, um, I think it came back like right before COVID started and she had to start treatment. Anyways, last, last year around like June, May, June, she got a really bad infection and she was really sick. Um, and she was just like bedridden, um, at her home for a long time. And like, to the point where like my mom had to go to her house and like, take care of her. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it just got to the point where she was just like unresponsive, couldn't get up wasn't drinking water, wasn't eating. And so they called an ambulance, took her to the hospital. They figured out that she had this infection and it had spread. And basically it got, the infection was so bad that they couldn't treat her or do anything. So they kind of just had her like in the hospital, kind of just like on a, on a ventilator or whatever. Um, and kind of just was trying to make her comfortable until she, um, passed. Yeah. Um, and this was all like during COVID, um, obviously, because it was last June. Um, it was just like a really weird experience, like to be in the hospital, like during COVID, like, you know, they're not letting everyone go in at the same time. You have to go in staggered shifts. Um, and then also it kind of just like, it was so, shitty I mean obviously it was a shitty situation but for my family like it was extra shitty because this was like the second time that we were going through something like this where we had to see like a loved one on their deathbed and kind of just wait for them to pass yeah um because the similar situation happened with my grandma um I think it was like yeah I think it was 2019 so that was like a year before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just, it was really hard on everyone. Um, and then she passed and because of COVID and like her passing, I think it just like compounded everything. And also like when my grandma passed, um, she passed like a couple months after my grandpa. And when my grandparents passed, that's when I was, um, in grad school. And I was just so busy at the time with grad school, working full time that 
I don't think I really had the time to like grieve and process what had happened. Mm -hmm. And then after they passed a couple months later, I like broke up with my then boyfriend. It was a long-term relationship. So anyways, like last June, when my aunt passed, I think just like all of those emotions and everything that I had kind of tried to like push to the side Mm -hmm. and not deal with kind of just like all hit me at once. And it was just like all the grief of the loss of my grandparents, my aunt and like fucking COVID. And Mm. I just was like in this really deep hole of depression. Like Mm -hmm. it was so bad. Like I had never in my life felt that way. Like, yes, I've like been sad, but I have never felt like I like didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to lay in bed I didn't want to talk to any of my friends. I like didn't want to text or respond to anyone. Like look at my phone. I just was so sad that I was just so depressed that I like couldn't do anything and I didn't want to do anything. And it was just like a struggle for me to even do work at the time. And then like work, work at that time too was super shitty because at the time I was like working with this, I think he's like an EVP um, at my former agency. And he just has a reputation for kind of just like being a bully, like a straight up bully that that no one works with. Yeah. I mean, everybody in his office left if that doesn't tell you something. (laughs) Yeah. And like multiple complaints to HR were made by multiple people within the agency. Nothing was ever done. Um, Yeah. So it just was like a lot of things, a lot of emotions coming up at once that I just never felt before. And it felt like, I don't know, everything just felt like impossible. Um, Yeah. So Yeah. So I was, so that's when I decided, I was like, I think I need to maybe try therapy and just kind of just like work through some of these feelings. Um, yeah. So I, um, went on psychology today, which is a really great resource, like a website, um, that anyone can use. It's free to find a therapist, like in your area. Um, I think that I'm pretty sure it works like across the US, like anywhere you are. Um, it's super cool because you can filter um, like different therapists, like obviously according to your area, but mm-hmm. also like what's going to be covered under your insurance. So that's yeah. how I found my therapist. Yeah. I heard that like finding therapist is also kind of like shopping for like that perfect dress where it's like you can't like it's like you have to find like somebody that you mesh really well with because if it's like I feel like if it's a non if it's like a weird situation if you know that that person is like doing this for their job then it's like you're not as open as you might be if it's like somebody that you trust and someone that you know that's going to give you like sound advice and really be there for you um so I mean, I don't know if that's what it's like on like psychology today or if like you had that experience where like you went through different therapists or if like the first one that you found was the one that you were like, that's my therapist. So the I actually got really lucky. So when I was on psychology today, I sent out like multiple emails to different people in my area to see if they had openings um, and whatever. And so eventually I found the one that I chose and I got super lucky because I like, 
I had maybe one session with her or actually I had a couple sessions with her and then I kind of figured out that like, oops, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> um, I, after like maybe a couple sessions with her, I'd figured out that I wanted her to be my therapist. So mm-hmm. I got really lucky in that the first one I found was a good fit for me, mm-hmm. but yeah, like it's, um, I've talked to like different friends about, you know, their process and like how they found their therapist, but yeah, general consensus is kind of like you, you can't, like, if you're new to therapy, like you really shouldn't and like, can't get discouraged if you have like one, if you meet with one therapist and they're just not for you. And it was like, they just didn't respond maybe the way that you thought it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, yeah, it's kind of like going, you you really have to like be persistent and try and find the one that's a good fit for you. Yeah. I mean, the way that I see it is kind of like, like finding the right doctor, like, you know, like, um, no matter what it is, whether it's an optometrist, a dentist, OBGYN, like whatever it is, like sometimes you have to go around to like different doctors, maybe get a second opinion or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then you'll find the one that like you really vibe with, or like you like their personality or you like the way they do things and how they clean your teeth or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I was in therapy when I was like a teenager. Like, I think the first time I went to therapy was when I was 12. And then I like won again when I was like 16, 17, 18. And mm-hmm. my therapy experience was like completely different. And that's probably why I'm so like, like, I'm not like standoffish to it, but I'm like very hesitant to like get another therapist basically just because like the, I think it was just the woman that I was going to, like, I didn't mesh with her. Like she was very old and like saying my problems to her felt like, oh my God. Like, I, I mean, I was like 16. I was like, oh my God, you can't understand this. Like, <laughs> but, like, like, you know, I was like, I couldn't even articulate my thoughts correctly then, but like, she would like start talking about like herself as a child. And then like, at one point she like mentioned like, an old boyfriend and like their sex life and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is getting weird. Like you're way too old to be talking to me about this. Like that's how I felt at like 17. So my experience with therapy is very different than yours. But like, I think that finding the right therapist is like probably the biggest thing when you're looking to do therapy, because if you don't trust the person or if you like don't mesh with them, then like, you're going to lie to them. And it's not the point of therapy. Yeah. Like you, you have to feel like you have to feel comfortable enough to like really dig through the problems and the things that you want to talk about. Otherwise it's just going to be a waste of both your time. And you're just going to be dancing around topics or like talking about the weather, some stupid shit that you like don't really want to talk about. Yeah. And you're paying Um, for it. So like, why would you pay for something that like you're not going to use efficiently? Exactly. It's my mindset. (laughs) Exactly. I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about therapy Um, and she told me that, I guess she like heard from an influencer or saw something online where it said something like, oh, you know, you go, you go to the dentist to clean your teeth. Like you get a physical, like just to make sure you're healthy. So like, why wouldn't you go to therapy to, you know, check your brain? Yeah, that's true. That makes a lot of sense. It's because it's like not a physical ailment. It's not something that we can like see that's Mm -hmm. like messed up or like wrong so then people feel like the thoughts that they're having like aren't valid or like they're not as important as like if I had a broken arm you know yeah yeah honestly like I think therapy is great like it's helped me so much like 
I like if I saw a tweet from this influencer I follow that said something like, oh, if I could, I'd pay for therapy for all my friends. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like I, I mean, I would too. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just like, it, it would spend like almost a year. Um, I had to stop seeing her since I'm moving to New York. And like, I had my last session with her and it was so sad. It was kind of like going through a breakup. I was like, oh my God, like I've been seeing you like every week for a year. Like, <laughs> you know, Yeah. but I it know. was it was so sweet. She was like, she was like, you've made so much progress. Like your life is changing so much. Like you wanted these changes and you made it happen. So she was like, you should be really proud of yourself. I was like, I don't know. So if anyone's thinking about therapy, check out psychology today. Honestly, I I'd fucking recommend it. Like, but just keep in mind, don't, don't get intimidated if you don't find the right, right person on the first try. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's so taboo that some people like don't know, like they, they think it's, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, yeah, there's more conversations around mental health and like therapy Mm -hmm. and all that shit, but I still feel like for the most part, it's taboo, like, especially with like, you know, communities of color. Like it's like a lot of my friends and family is not talked about. It's kind of like hush hush, like, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like this person that we know is in therapy or they did it before. Like, so I don't yeah. think it's like common knowledge, at least yeah. within my circle Still on like how you, yeah. On like how you even go about mental health, like how you find the resources and what to do. Yeah. I mean, same, like they, it's not, it's like frowned upon. It's like, if you're seeing, mm-hmm. if you're seeing it, like I'm going to use the Onondaga term for it, but like got go heal. Then it's like, um, it's like, oh my God, like that person was there like we saw them in the waiting room like they were going to speak to a therapist and it's like frowned upon to like yeah be doing better for yourself I don't know yeah and it's kind of seen as like a white person's thing or like it's a white people thing yeah I definitely I think it's because white people are so open about it they're so open about like fixing their mental health and like being mentally healthy that um like they're also given passes that like community colors aren't yeah so it's like if they feel that like they don't have good mental health versus like if we feel that we don't have good mental health it's a very different you know situation true true yeah but I I guess my experience with mental health um I fall into depression very easily I suffered with depression ever since I was probably like 10 years old so I like the reasons why I went to therapy so often was because of like being in those constant like states of like just not being able to like get up or not being able to or like not wanting to shower just not wanting to do anything um Mm -hmm. I think part of it's because of my thyroid but the other part of it is just because I'm you know mentally unstable at this time Um, but that's something that I've dealt with for a very long time, like probably within like 15 years, I continue to deal with depression and battle it. But what I wanted to talk about today was, um, high functioning, functioning anxiety, which is something that I saw on TikTok. I had no idea it existed. It's, it's (laughs) not like a medical term, you guys, but like the internet coined it a term. And I was seeing some articles from like self and like shape or whatever, and they talked about it and it's basically like anxiety 
but you're not really like showing to the world the anxiety that you're feeling on the inside like like it looks all of it looks like benefits to the outside but on the inside it's like those crippling things that cause depression it's like you're constantly comparing yourself you're constantly overthinking like you can't ever say no um and you're constantly like neglecting yourself like you think down upon yourself but like on the outside what you're seeing is somebody that's like driven and productive and like organized and it's just like completely different things from what you actually are because your mental health is like deteriorating so much that like what people see as success is really like you seeing yourself as failure Mm. I don't know if that like makes sense but like and it's like it kind of sounds like it's veering a little bit on um what is it oh imposter syndrome it it for sure is 100 it's imposter syndrome I think that every community every person in the community of color has imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. technically we're all like three feet in to like yep. one world so I think we all deal with imposter syndrome I think that like I probably am like with in a lot of realms of like mental diagnoses that I should be seeing a therapist for um but one of those is definitely like anxiety for sure like there are certain things that I won't do because of my anxiety like social situations there have been times when I would not leave my house because I had so much anxiety over Mm. like going outside into the world like so much anxiety that people were like looking at me or that people were like talking about me and it just like I ended up like basically like hibernating in this small ass room for like weeks because I wouldn't go outside because I was so scared of like that outside world mm-hmm. and there are like certain things that like I won't do when I'm driving I don't take left turns if I don't have to because I don't want like the the traffic gives me so much anxiety of like taking a left and like having to deal with like both sides mm, the oncoming traffic and stuff yeah yeah like there are just certain things that I will like run away from because of my anxiety and I think that like I mean, I don't go on medication for it. It's just something that I kind of like deal with every single day, but like also having that anxiety of like failing at anything Mm -hmm. that I do was really like, I think a cause for why I have so much stress on my shoulders. And I honestly didn't realize like how much I was suffering until I had a very small break of like three days. And Mm. I just was like completely exhausted and just beat. And like, my brain was like, I cannot do this anymore. Damn. Yeah. Sounds like you should, I I would recommend you should probably find a therapist. (laughs) I should probably find a freaking psychologist or whatever they're called. Psychiatrist. That's what it's called. Honestly, I'm not really sure what the difference is. Psychiatrists are the one that prescribe you medicine. Yeah. I think that they're more, I think they're slightly like more qualified to like diagnose you because they had to Actually, go to med school. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Because I'm just remembering the conversation that I had my, with my therapist about when I, when we were talking about medication, my like mom got so alarmed that this therapist was trying to push medication on me. And so were like two of my best friends when I was telling them this and they were getting all like, Oh, you're going to take like, um, antidepressants. Like, you know, everyone was getting all alarmed. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like you guys need to calm down. Like, first of all, this isn't like as bad of a thing as you make it sound. And like, she is just giving me options and I'm just yeah. telling you, like, that's what I'm considering. Um, anyways, long story. 
um, when I was talking to my therapist about um, the different antidepressants, she was telling me that like, yeah, I'd, I'd have to like talk to a doctor or like go see a psychiatrist to get like that um, prescribed because I don't, I don't know how it works with like different doctor certificates or whatever it's called. But yeah, I guess yeah. psychiatrists are more, I guess, trained or allowed or certified. Yeah. It's to, because- like, give you doctors you know like they have the md next to their name yeah and like therapists i think they only have like a master's and i and i think some of them might have like a phd so like a different doctor yeah 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 yeah. i think you're right yeah but yeah i mean to let you guys into some insight into my head i clearly have issues as lauren agreed with me Okay. I, I'm just saying that like, when it comes to mental health, like, okay, you and I both have our own like physical health issues and like those issues are fucking annoying, but like, they can't really go away. Like your thyroid issues, my allergies, my asthma, like we can take medication or do whatever we need to do to basically just put like a bandaid on it and live with it. Mm -hmm. But I think in my opinion, when it comes to mental health, I think that's something that like you can fix. Like you don't have to like just put a bandaid on top of it and just live with it. I think there's different ways to maybe improve it. So you're not just like coping with it day to day. Yeah. I mean, I think for sure, like what I learned before the pandemic hit was like working out was one of those ways that I coped with depression and one of the ways that made me feel better obviously Mm -hmm. like endorphins um so like that is one of the reasons why I also don't feel like medicine is the answer necessarily when there are like things that like you can do within your own body that can kind of it's the way that I think about depression just because I've been dealing with it for so long is that like it's one of those things where it doesn't just go away like you constantly are battling it every single day you know you're constantly Mm -hmm. living with it you just are learning how to manage it better so that it's not taking over you anymore Mm -hmm. I don't know if like that makes sense to anybody but like that's how I've learned to I guess deal with the depression that like like I mean sometimes I'm not great at it like sometimes I'm in bed for days and I don't want to get up and I don't want to do anything but like other times, like go for a walk. I can say that that has definitely helped me. Like when I've been in the spouts, especially during the pandemic, when we couldn't go anywhere, just like going for a walk. And like, that kind of like gets you up and at them and gets those endorphins running. And then you start to feel a little bit better. Like you feel like you're doing something and it can like subside those effects a little bit, bit more. Than- um, yeah, I it's it's rough uh it's kind of crazy because I feel it's like this might sound weird but like it didn't dawn on me that like a lot of people have never really experienced depression because I like have never experienced it that bad in my life and so it was like a new experience and just like dealing with it and trying to figure out how to cope with it and just going through everything that I did. Mm-hmm. And even just like talking to like two of my best friends, like they were having a really hard time trying to understand what was happening. 
Um, and I would just try and explain it to them and they just have never really felt that. So they couldn't really understand yeah. on like what I was feeling, why I like didn't want to pick up my phone, why I'm not responding to any text messages, like, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I just think like that realm is interesting because it didn't dawn on me that like maybe a lot of people in my life have been kind of like fortunate enough to not mm-hmm. experience that. Yeah. I like, I think that like with depression and anxiety, I tend to think that like nobody understands. I think there's a larger amount of people that understand it than I think. Yeah. But, um, like for me, like I haven't really met anybody that's dealt with it, like in the way that I have. So like, I don't really talk about it because it's like, people don't like, in my mind, it's like, you don't understand, like you don't get it, <laughs> you know, which is probably why I should go see a therapist. Um, <laughs> but that's an, that's an organic, nat- all natural route that you can go that is. can just, help. Just talk about your feelings, Danielle, just get them out. <laughs> I I like I enjoyed it because I was I don't know I mean I could talk about therapy for a long time I enjoyed it because it's it's someone that you can talk to about your life open and honestly and they'll give you and they're objective they don't know who you're talking about they have no ties to your life yeah no judgment like Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I think that within the last probably five to six months I've definitely felt like my mental health has been deteriorating more because of um, my last workplace and the toxicity in that environment that like really, really like got me down. And like, I mean, there were like days and weeks on end when I would like call my mom crying just from like what was happening there. And I realized that I'm like suffering from like PTSD now as like I go on this new like job or whatever and I like am trying to navigate things but like that feeling of just like not being good enough or like not being able to like live up to like standards that are like ridiculously high and only for some reason apply to certain people was like so defeating dude same I like so pre-covid like when I was working at the previous agency, there was like, there was stuff that I had to do for um, an account where I really had to like rise above my role, like maybe three or four roles before me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like feeling really confident, like, oh yeah, like I did well, I could do this. Like I can fucking rock my job. Like I'm like, I was feeling good about it. And then the pandemic happened. And then I started working with that EVP and then like things just really started to go downhill from there for me. And I like had, I, I mean, I've told you, I've, we've talked about this before, but I've like definitely had the same feelings of you, like at the previous agency where like, I was working with God awful, like fucking leadership where they weren't leaders at all. They were condescending, made me feel like I was incompetent, that I wasn't mm-hmm. smart. They were verbally abusive. Um, but, you know, despite all these conditions that we were put on or we were put in, we were still expected to pump out work and rise above our role and still perform. And yeah, it was, 
toxic AF. And I definitely like can relate where I like had moments at this new job, really realizing that I definitely still have like a little bit or a lot of PTSD from the former job Mm -hmm. in the way that I do, in the way that I do things, the way that I view my work, the way that I like even just view myself in the workplace. Yeah. It's difficult. I think that, I mean, we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about like the toxicity of like the last agency and like how we are kind of able to recognize certain traits that are like not great when you go to a new agency. And I feel like just as like a back, honestly, it's been like 14, 14 days. I'm allowed to talk about this as a background. (laughs) Um, At the time that Lauren and I left our last agency, there was an influx or a, a, a ton of people that also left and all of those people happen to be people of color and all of those people also happen to be in junior roles or similar roles as Lauren and I and from my perspective and everybody that I talked to at that company that was a person of color it was a lot more strenuous and a lot more like it, it weighed on you a lot to be somebody that wasn't white working in that environment and I don't like I I think that 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 happens at like a lot of agencies but I think that specifically like when you're doing that and you're going through a pandemic and like you are being like micromanaged or you're being you know like told that you're not good enough or you're being told that like your work isn't up to par or like everything that basically Lauren and I got told and it just felt like on the flip side that that same feedback wasn't being given to people that were non people of color. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like I'm, it makes sense to me because I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> like, but yeah, I just yeah, it was hard because I think for both of us, so Danielle and I have never like worked directly with each other on accounts because we're on the same level. Um, and that's not typically how they staff accounts. Um, and we kind of also were like working on different types of industries anyways. Um, but I think that both of us felt that we were doing the best that we possibly could in every single situation. Like, yes, maybe we had our flaws or there were some things that we could have done better, but I think that we, we still were doing our best and, compared to our compared to our yeah to compared to our white counterparts who we felt like we were outperforming even in the situations we were in and they were still being promoted before us or given opportunities to kind of rise above therefore Mm -hmm. setting them up for promotions promotion success like giving them leeway to do better and be better and I mean I think of one specific time there were a lot of specific times honestly I think there were times when like Lauren and I found out that people who are at the same level as us were getting paid like significantly more money Mm -hmm. for doing the same job Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember when we like wanted we wanted to negotiate that because we were like this feels like it's not right the amount that we were getting but like the HR girl at the time was like no like it's not negotiable And 
to 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 then know that like six months later somebody that got promoted to our level who was behind us who we were essentially teaching was getting a lot more (laughs) yeah I get so triggered by this because it's so fresh in my brain that like I could probably talk to you for hours about how shitty that situation was and like why nobody should ever work there again (laughs) yeah I to put it nicely I don't like honestly for anyone that has a job and you're putting up with like shitty circumstances just don't fucking do it like don't do it it's not worth your Mm -hmm. mental health like it's not like I don't know just leave I know that like that's not everyone's situation where you can't just like leave but in those in in that kind of situation I really really would recommend figuring it out an alternative so that you can leave because it's never worth it to feel that way yeah Um, well that is more than I sound advice for (laughs) for mental health awareness may meditation may yeah so uh today's episode was a little heavy and we shared a lot about ourselves which Mm -hmm. I think a lot of our friends maybe don't even know yeah very vulnerable mm-hmm. yeah um but in honor of mental health awareness month we hope you are all really taking the time to just care for yourselves mm-hmm. and prioritize your health both physical and mental yeah. um yeah so yeah. thanks for hanging with us um tune in next week because we're coming back at you with another one <laughs> coming in hot <laughs> making up for lost time we are sorry guys uh next week you'll hear us maybe it's going to be another mental health moment we don't know as of right now just tune in we'll see yeah so see you next time mommies hey yay 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 yay